A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, signers. Before we get into this week's episode, we have more reviews. Uh, If you aren't aware, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on air. Positive, negative, as long as it's not uh, super, you know, racist, ableist, sexist, any ist, uh, we will read it. This is a great way to sneak in your questions, promo a page you have. Uh, It helps us chart and it also just makes us feel good. We love hearing from you. So without further ado, let's get into these reviews. This first one comes from Sadie Rhea and it is entitled, This Review is My Sister's Birthday Present. Oh, Happy birthday, sister. We Uh, love a present on a budget, folks. This is is the way to do it. (laughs) Yes, your present is the presence okay uh this review goes my brilliant beautiful always well-dressed taurus sun pisces moon virgo rising little sister turns 21 this month and i wanted to celebrate by leaving this review and fingers crossed having it read because we adore this pod if it's late no worries we're always late us too girl thank you so much for being accommodating Uh, (laughs) i'm a pisces sun pisces moon cancer rising and found wis last spring when i was working through ending my long-term relationship not to make this about me but learning more about myself and how I relate to others really helped with the entire process thank you cute heart emoji but anyway back to the birthday queen once I told my (laughs) sister about WIS she was immediately hooked it's been so so special learning more about astrology and becoming more spiritual together question my sister always talks about how our parents and I are the most important people in her life and our sun signs happen to be part of her big three mom Pisces dad Virgo me Pisces is this something we should 
study further. Do you see this often families? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you three. There's so much more I want to say, but for now, happy birthday, Maggie. X O. Happy birthday, Maggie. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Holla. Um, I mean, Forest, family patterns are definitely, are definitely present, hard to ignore. I think a lot of people can relate to seeing each other's family members in the chart. So yeah, I think it's, it's just gives you fun bonus stuff to honor that energy or connect more with that sign. So, well, I'm just so, it touches my heart. These sisters are coming together through the woo. So thanks guys. I, I, I love also it. Think Go ahead. I was gonna say, I love it. I think it just, I don't know, not to say that it's, I think it probably just makes them very easy for you to love. You understand each other. You understand those energies and not to say that you won't still have, you know, the issues that all families have, but I think that understanding makes it pretty easy to keep them tender and, and close to you. And I, I love that for you. That's awesome. I think that too. I think there is, um, a way to connect as this is my sister and there's a way to connect as you know that you know my moon's their son or I, they have my mercury or you know there are ways that we use astrology to connect with people so like whatever works for you it doesn't I, necessarily like it doesn't mean you owe them anything or whatever it's just like a nice way to find common ground I think that also a lot of people don't necessarily have the feeling of like, this is my family where I can see right. we have these commonalities. And I love that too, of being like, oh no, I can get you. I can see where we are similar and where, where we're different too, obviously, but also being like, oh, this is from my mom or this is from my dad. I, I get that. And I think that that, again, just facilitates connection um, in a way that's really nice. It also might feel kind of... Um, too connected I think maybe like what you're saying where it's like yeah you don't owe them anything but I think that's really sweet happy birthday thank you so much Yay. for giving for giving us this present too what a what a treat oh your next review is from shagun underscore neo in India and uh title is WIS is awesome I love you guys the little sunshine bursty emoji please mention me on your podcast here we go. They, mentioned, they mentioned, <laughs> noted, short and sweet. We love to see it. Thank you for listening all the way from India. And yeah, we love you. Check check us out in Vogue. Um, oh yeah, Vogue India. Don't forget. <laughs> I love it. Your next review comes from Moon Tide Poet. Okay, beautiful. Mm. Um, it's titled "The Journey to Astro Know How Has Never Been So." star emoji ocean wave funny like funny laughing with eyes closed butterfly and the little tiny sprout of a plant <laughs> hello 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 i absolutely love this podcast you guys make me laugh make me question and bring about such dynamic conversation i'm an aquarius moon and rising cancer sun your episodes that go through the houses are so helpful and leave me feeling more understanding of my cosmic self I'm all about the woo and the cosmic connection between all living and energetic beings. And you guys are doing this whole human lifetime thing right. <laughs> this year oh. has been huge for me <laughs> in terms of personal, <laughs> spiritual, and career growth. I finally got the confidence to clear my own unique path. I believe writing and conversation is a form of ritual. I do oracle readings and run a website that focuses on creative spiritual exploration. A little self-plug. You can check me out on Instagram at Poet. I'm starting a monthly writing prompt subscription with the chance to get your own work featured. It's free too, because expression is a human right. I also run a yoga page with my beloved Pisces co-creator at Star Seeds 
Starseed Synergy. Sorry, at Starseed Synergy on Instagram. We have lots we're building and we're so happy to have found a larger community of astrologically informed humans. Anyway, I'm glad I found your podcast. It seriously gives some educational and comedic structure to my week. Yay for integration of comedy and learning. Love you guys. Heart emoji, Julie. Thank you, Julie. That's so lovely. Sounds awesome. Again, check out at Moontide Poet. Check out at Starseed Synergy. Yes. Love it. Love it. Uh, Next review comes from Mads2694, and it's entitled Taurus Baby. Fellow Taurus gal over here, what an episode. We're not picky or stubborn. As discussed, we like what we like. (laughs) Others are the flaky ones and can't always deal with our straight up answers. (laughs) (laughs) Love the podcast. Been listening over the last year. Been a staple in my entry into astrology. Feel like we are all learning together. That and it's funny. An astrology podcast hosted by comedians. Brilliant. Jokes and astrology. What better combo? Virgo moon, Virgo rising over here. Curious. Do you know much or would you consider doing an episode on missing houses? I have Aries Libra Del up leaving Taurus Scorpio out of the houses in my chart. I feel strongly with Taurus always have, but curious because only bit of it is in my, only bit of it is my sun sign 29th degree ninth house. Thanks for listening to my short novel. Can't wait for the next week's <laughs> episode. Well, Taurus, thank you. Taurus gal. Thank you so much. Uh, you are in luck. We do already have an episode on uh, intercepted houses, which I think is what you're referring to when you say missing houses. Um, and we also have empty houses if yes. that's what you meant. So either way, we got them both covered. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But also a good one. It, this is a good reminder too, that we, we always love to revisit things because I think we always have new thoughts on them and more to say. And um, we'll also log this away for maybe a future revisiting episode. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun to do the intercepted accesses, like which, cool. like we have sure. the intercepted houses, but we could talk about which each different access. Cause I think they, they all get really different info not you know and it's very common too. just a a reminder for anyone using not whole sign or you know equal houses then also having empty houses either one of those pesky houses that we that we like to talk about so thanks for the review I mean are you Virgo and you like comedy wow how Virgo of you uh the next review from chicken butt hut amazing username oh yeah the title perfect podcast. I love this podcast and it was exactly what I was looking for. I found other podcasts, either too simple, too dense, or too boring. You guys do an excellent job explaining everything and offer unique perspectives that I never would have thought about. I was wondering if you could do an episode on planetary degrees because I haven't found much info on it. I'm curious to learn more love from a Leo sun, Taurus food, Scorpio rising heart emoji. Sure. I mean, I get, we, this is where you can sound off on episode folks, either ones that we might return to, or I don't know if, did we do degrees? Maybe got a long time ago. I know we've done degrees a long time ago, but I do think it was kind of a catch-all episode where we talked about right. symbols. We've talked about critical degrees and anoretic degrees and things like that. But I think that the degrees is such a granular thing that we really could have like 10 episodes on. Like degree on theory degrees. or yeah. like, or yeah, the critical anoretic degrees. Yeah, I think we had a catch-all episode, yeah, is what Julia said, like a catch-all episode on degrees. But if there's anything in specific you'd like, you know, feel free DM or email us, but yeah, degree. I mean, degrees is endless. So yeah, yeah we're agreed happy on the eat, We're happy to eat one grain of rice at a time too. If, if that's what you want us to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's let's talk oh about God, what one a degree. Yeah, I was like, what a series, a 30 part series. 
the zeros so circular right folks it's just mean, a zero what a it's almost like two degree signs <laughs> <laughs> your next review comes from newbie underscore awoke and it's titled newbie underscore woken with the smiley face uh you guys are amazing smiley face the old school one with the colon and the you know yeah like the e-girl e-girl sort of the the cute one yeah i like that one your energy and vibes is just intoxicating and contagious i enjoy your show so much i listen when i'm starting my day instead of reading the paper watching the news or whatever some do to start the day (laughs) you're my coffee cute emote cute smiley i've always been interested into astrology the moon stars and planets I just was not as informed or understood it, but I'm still new and still learning, studying, star emoji. I just want to say thank you, Miss Torsun, Leo Moon, and then a little Taurus emoji. Um, we also were new <laughs> to astrology yes. when we started this, so it's cool. We were also not that informed, and uh, we're glad that you're on the ride with us. Hell yeah. This is what we, this is exactly what it's about. People learning and and growing and hope having this be something that unlocks a door to infinite options and potentials to learn and grow and and integrate astrology into your life so thank you newbie who who said it one of the reviews just said this of you know talking or communicating as ritual and it's like oh yeah that really what Mm -hmm. you're saying julia like unlocking doors maybe you you do realize like you want to be the outer planet expert or maybe you do really want to be like the elemental witch because there's is so many avenues in astrology and everyone can find different things that really speak to them and it doesn't have to be your thing forever you can be really into outer planets now really into the social planets whatever but it's a lot to take it's a lot to take on and think about so it's fun to have this conversation with with you two and all of you and and learn just by doing it it's literally the fucking stolar system man it's endless like we could talk so about it. it's huge so you know keep that in mind thank you guys so 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 much for these reviews they really do um make our day and we love hearing from you we love hearing about episode title episode topics that you're interested in we love plugging your pages and sharing with that because you guys share so much with us we we can't do this without you guys listening and and uh it is very much symbiotic even though we don't get to like talk to you necessarily this is a way that we get to do that so we really do appreciate your feedback um and constructive criticism when it comes through uh it also helps us chart and helps new people find us and we only want to keep growing this community and again opening new doors facilitating these conversations that i think are so important and fun and uh we want as many people to be astrologically literate as we can possibly have because i think that's going to make the world a better place uh so thank you so much if you've left us a review if you haven't consider it it's fun hearing your words on air i think uh and like i said it helps us it makes us feel good and uh you can you can get something out of it too this is your review make it what you want uh thank you so much and please enjoy this week's episode i've got friends with attitudes What's your sign? What's your sign? 
Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the red sauce of this podcast. Mm. Ooh, yummy. I'm hungry. I'm making red sauce right now. Oh. It does taste like shit after you get back from New Jersey. You're like, what is this? Garbage oh. that I made? Mm. Gross. Might as well throw <laughs> it up. <laughs> Did you learn a red sauce trick in, in the Sopranos I w- land? I wish I did. I wish I did. <laughs> I ate enough of it that you would think I would know oh. how to make it, but I can't even get close. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it is. I know it's, I know like New York is always like the water. No, but maybe there is something not, like that. It's not. I've looked up a bunch of recipes too, but it's just, I just don't know how to do it right. I it, honestly, something in there tastes like lemon to me. But when I add lemon, it's not that. So I don't know. There's a vinegar, citrus. It's a wine. It's a, you know what I mean? It's something that is, I'm not able to nail. I like, I like the vinegar. The vinegar remark is like on the nose. I think uh, red wine vinegar doesn't get enough praise and glory in, in the cooking world. It just, it evens everything. If something tastes bad in a sauce, just throw some red wine vinegar in there. It'll probably fix it. Don't quote me on that. Also, like a sweet tomato or like a sweet, those plummy, the San right, right. Marzano. I use the San Marzanos, but I don't, <laughs> I don't put vinegar in my sauce. Do you? I don't think I've, I've never really sat and made a, I've made other sauces, but I, a classic red checkered tablecloth red sauce. I don't think I've ever really put in the man hours. Oh, well, I know well, I this is like, the, a, I, I don't come call from the red checkered tablecloth. I slept in it as a child. But it's like not, I mean, we're not Italian, but it's like I just don't get the I don't I don't put vinegar, so I don't know. No, I never I I've never wine. given it a whack. Basil, basil always should be present. Wine, wine is good. No, but now I want to. No, so you'll hungry. figure. <laughs> it's got to be something. Then I feel like if you can't figure it out, it's got to be something wild. It also just Ooh. is never gonna taste as good because you're not in yeah, New Jersey eating of it. So it doesn't matter. And- and I do think like not I don't know, maybe this is just for me because I know that you are you are more of a cook than I. But I do feel like there is um, that like uh, I wouldn't want to belong to a club that would have me as a member where I'm like, I can't have made this as good as this person. made. It's this. really the flavor. I swear, like that, even yeah. when, before we were getting on the plane, I was like putting it. I just like keep eating spoonfuls of sauce. I'm like, what? What do they do? And Scott's like watching me like a psycho because the whole time I'm being like, can we move here? And he's like, no, I'm from here and stop. And every single person that we talk to or meet, I'm like, we're moving to New Jersey. And he's like, no, we're not. You're, you're an maybe person. it is. Maybe it or is like, a water. Is it? I think it, may, it might be a water thing. I, like, I bet it's, it's a I regional. Don't it's a Come on. You don't put water. You don't put water in sauce. Water. Well, the water you don't put water it's- and sauce you put maybe a stock that is made yeah right? that's what it's not the like, water there i'm just saying there's something somewhere where it's like i don't know i feel like if you can't get to it also if you're like a Jer- jersey sauce expert yeah sound get off. at us let us know sound yeah. off. Are, do you do you what but do you, you have to be in new sauce? jersey new york yeah. need not apply new york no we don't want you. I know we get it. You have it, but that's not what I'm talking about. We want to see Jersey you have to drop a pin. Only. We, we need to see a tag, yeah. geotagged proof of residency. Central to northern preferred. <laughs> but, 
but maybe it it's is like, like it maybe it is like a regional you know how people are like oh the tap water yeah. here is good versus the tap water here is nasty like i was just in wisconsin for a, a hot minute we were all i miss you guys so much this is like it's been so long and i'm just feeling it's one of those pods where i'm like oh yeah i'm back in my my safe astrology space where i'm not getting yelled at by people's boyfriends for believing in astrology we'll talk about that in a hot minute but like wisconsin cheese like the cheese on a burger the cheese on a this the cheese in the curd you can't deny it and it, it, there is something about like getting make it at home you can't make it at home it's getting close to the source so there's something that's probably sourced like a water that's what I mean by the water yeah not that's literal not water, water. But, like, <laughs> but that's what I mean I mean it's something sourced it's something sourced. Close where it's like it's a yeah, it's yeah, a it's jersey, jersey. the garden state the farms they're right there that's yeah. what it is it's just yeah, right fresh. there except I did I, being back home and like in the very humid swampy stormy midwest and everyone's like isn't your skin just feel so good out here that humidity and I was like I've never looked like more pile of garbage in my entire life. I'm breaking out in pimples for the first time ever. Bangs, if you have bangs and live somewhere humid, like how, I, it's just not physically possible. And I I think also I was having, speaking of water, like there's some water reaction where like I showered, my hair was fluffy in this way that just, I don't know. I'm just feeling like grateful to be back to my things. And I was also having a thought of, is it, my Libra I see, or is this universal that does everyone look like shit when they travel? Like, I feel like I can never like match my look of home. Ooh, look, I'm thriving. I'm so sad. I'm the opposite of you. I'm so sad okay. to be back. I wish that I never came back. I, I don't want to be in my, in here where it's dry. No, I, my skin going off, feeling good. Hair oh. fluffy, hair fluffy, never gets fluffy here. I mm. like the whole, yeah, the opposite. It rained. Who cares? I look great in the rain. It's perfect. It, wor it worked. It, it, it took, what's your ice? Well, your, what's your, your, oh, Leo, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know that's like, I'm going to like travel home. Like I'm just, I don't know why my brain went straight to the icy. Cause I was like, wait, I think I only look like there's something, maybe it's back to the balance thing. Anyways, it's, so Lisa was thriving on vacation, looked like a goddess eating red sauce. I, meanwhile, have six new children on my face that I've never seen before. And I just like, just like, like now I'm getting like butt rashes. Like I'm just like, it wasn't working. Julia, do you look hot or like shit on vacation? It depends. It really, <laughs> it really depends. I do feel like um, I have moon square my ascendant. And I do feel like if I have not taken care of myself in some capacity, like it shows very much like I, if I didn't sleep well, if I didn't drink enough water, if I didn't do that, like I do feel like, and I'm, I don't like that. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not a thing that makes me feel comfortable necessarily because I very much like to power through and not uh, need those things, but I am a little hothouse flower, uh, delicate <laughs> and needs specific conditions. But I do feel typically when I have felt my most, like, I will say the most beautiful that I feel is often on vacation, not at home. Damn. Um, I do feel I've, I have been like, oh my God, I feel this is like, this is who I want to be all the, the time. Like, I remember when I went to Italy 
trying to people were like how was Italy and I was like I've never felt more beautiful has nothing to do with like the 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 scenery that's not like a way to describe Italy (laughs) but it's like that I don't know what else to say other than like that's how I felt like that and it's only certain trips it's not every trip but there's a I think it's I think it's there is a a a time a leisurely time and there's like a only so many things you have to focus on vacation if it's like a working trip I feel like I always look like trash because I know I'm gonna be like it's like Murphy's law or it's like this is what's important about this trip if the if it's what's important is to like be spending time with family and doing that then I'm gonna sacrifice looking nice for Mm -hmm. doing these things but if I'm able to like prioritize looking nice. And that Italy trip was a time when I was like very deliberately packed things and very intentional in that way. And I think it was like, oh, and that's the only thing I had to worry about. What a time. Mm. I think I'm the same way. I feel like when I travel, I make it very easy on myself. Like, so we're going to, we went to a wedding. It was magnificent one of the most beautiful weddings i've seen in my entire life looked so pretty looked also beautiful. you looked obviously hot you looked, this, oh, thank so you gorgeous. yeah carpet, we, we did up. have we we had a great time and it was it was i mean honestly i didn't even take a lot of pictures because i felt like this is like the nicest you're like are this is so nice you're already not supposed to be here and like if you take your phone out you're gonna look like a fucking moron so like it was really we did like the outdoor pics that I posted with uh, like a lot of the couples and bridesmaids and stuff but that was like kind of more planned so I didn't feel like oh I'm taking out my phone in this like nice New Jersey country club where like clearly I don't belong uh but wish I did one day I will um But like, yeah, it was so wonderful. And like, they had so many activities and everything. And there were so many things that I actually just opted to miss because I know, like, kind of like what Julia was saying, like, I know that I won't be, if I come to your rehearsal dinner and then go try to like meet with friends after that I want to catch up with from the East Coast and then like try to make it to your wedding on Saturday, I'm going to be like, hungover looking like shit which I already was hungover anyway because I still like had stuff to do but it was I wouldn't have been able to like do my makeup nice or get my hair or whatever so I tried to make it very easy on myself by just saying like no I'm not coming to the rehearsal no I won't be at the brunch I'll see you at the wedding I'll come you know have to go this friend's house family member this brunch and this thing but I'm not gonna do like more than that and I do think that that helped like for, for me to feel like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, my skin is better. I'm not like so worried about my hair or whatever. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. unlocking a lot of uh, boxes here for me. Cause I'm maybe I'm also thinking of my Pisces ninth house where I feel like I just don't say no to anything and just go, go, go. And then I'm like, why am I feel like a gargoyle and mm-hmm. why is my like skin reacting in such a way? And, and also I never pack correctly like I never bring what I really end up needing I like having things at my whim and at home and maybe I just need I don't know I hope I hope my next future vacation is one that is just where oh the plan is to sit on this chair next to the beach and have no itinerary no like family things or me like I don't know okay it's me. It's, it's me. It's me. Just have a thing that. a day. Have a thing yeah. a day that you really want to do. Cause this that it like helps me so much this time. Friday night we saw Scott's friends. 
Saturday we had the wedding. Sunday I went to my friend's house and we met up with Scott's family. So it was like, all right, I have one thing each day that's like something I really want to do so that I have like an outfit I really want to wear for each thing. I have like a thing, you know what I mean? And then Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, yeah, your rehearsal dinner, but I also really want to see Scott's friends. So it's not like I'm missing out. I have Mm -hmm. it still a thing I really want to do. I also realized now like because this was like a pretty I had like a huge long like family reunion funeral all this crazy shit and it was just a pretty decently long trip like the only time I go away for weeks and then is if I'm going overseas not to like uh the midwest or like to see my family so I was like wow I'm here for like a fucking hot minute and I realized I need to I need to like leave soon enough to miss versus oh my god I should have left like two days ago <laughs> like that's when I get into the cranky frumpy zone um mm. but I had a great time I will quickly unload um my first I got attacked for liking astrology you guys it was this craziest thing I've like ever one of the craziest things I've ever experienced I will keep some things safe for anonymity that's bit- nice of you because just from <laughs> our which like very minimal text conversation. Yes, I, I was like, I think I'll save a little for nice. the pod. <laughs> no, yeah. but I wouldn't be that nice to be like, I don't know. You're, I you're do. It is my friend's boyfriend who I didn't know very well. And I still hope to have a friendship uh, with her, even though I do believe she was quite embarrassed, rightfully so. But basically, long story short, was partying back home in Chicago, Midwesterners rise up. and. Uh, he's like a former, like, I guess they're never really former philosophy bros. We all know, you know, we all, yes, we all shake head and are like, yes, we know this type of person. So like philosophy bro who probably wanted to like write books, but like, you know, d- never ended up doing that. And it's like, there's frustration also, obviously trigger warning, like obvious misogyny <laughs> coming about to roll through, but we're like all having tequila after hours, after like hanging out normal evening, nothing, no red flags to be alerted to. And then we're like drinking. Also, we all had like little shots of tequila. I did notice his cup was filled to the brim, like a solo cup. So just not that that's an excuse, but noted a noted um, accessory (laughs) to this person's uh, ensemble. But I think it was the full moon. Oh yeah, it was the full moon. I was like, how did this come up? It was the full moon. And I was finally like, oh, what's your sign? Cause like, I try to not do this, by the way. I don't know if I think most people might think that we all like go up to people constantly asking them like their signs, but I truly try to avoid it at all costs for the most part until it eventually comes up because most people do like astrology. Anyways, I'm like, what's your sign? And he's like, Scorpio, you're going to judge me for it. And I was like, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> now I am. Literally. Now I fucking am. Certainly now that Hell you said fucking it. yeah. And I was like, this man is looking at me with the only like eyes I can describe as like, you look, I am now looking at you like you're my ex-girlfriend that hurt me eyes. You know, like, I'm like, oh no, like I'm not like, I'm not her like stop. And so he's just like going on like anyone that believes in astrology is a fool. And I was like, you're calling me a fool. He's like, well, yes. And I was like, I also like bless, think my like think therapy and like, I don't know. I just hit some like level of like calm chill where I was like, I'm going to let this bro just speak. I'm not going to say shit. Like I'm going to just observe. And that is not, <laughs> that is not normally uh, me. So I'm trying this new thing where my Gemini Mercuryness does not instantly reply to, you know, the bait. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to let, I'm going to let this cook. 
And so I'm just sitting there and he's like, well, so you're saying that someone's personality is predetermined by the, the measurement of the stars. And I was like, nah, dude, like, yeah, maybe like a closed minded person would say that you're doomed to be like this, but like, that's pretty, like, that's like not a good astrologer. If they're saying, oh, you're a Scorpio, you're an asshole, even though you're kind of being one right now, but you like, no, like it's actually just a tool to like reflect and like get guidance. And, you know, but also we don't have to talk, like, I don't want to talk about this with you. Cause like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I know that probably as a astrologer and astrology podcast person, probably not supposed to say like, I don't care, but I don't want to talk about astrology with someone that's just a total douchebag. And so aggro, aggro, aggro. And so he's just going on and on. I'm just kind of sitting there. My sweet friend, uh, I don't know if he wants to be named. I'll call him Tony. My sweet friend, Tony, who's being a very nice Virgo is like, well, can't you agree that Stevie can find value in astrology and that you can think it's horseshit and they both can exist concurrently. And I was like, I agree. Yes, I think that can exist. He's like, no, she must agree on one or the other because that is how philosophy works. And I'm like, you're not writing theory. Like no one cares. So I'm just sitting there like, whatever. Finally, I'm like, let's call peace. Can we stop talking? It's been like 30 minutes, like going, going, going. And we like agree to cease for a moment. And then he goes straight back to it, like a minute pauses. And he goes like, well, no, I can't because astrology is detrimental to people. This can really hurt people. This is really bad for people's like souls because this can, this can make people drive this. And I was like, no, I agree. Anything in excess can be like, <laughs> like bad, but also like, shut up. And so my sweet fiance, Pablo is sitting next to me the whole time. I am handling myself. So I don't need him to speak for me. And, but Pablo's sitting there silent and Pablo has the best real housewives moment coming up in three, two, one. So the philosophy bro was like, Pablo, you look pretty mad. And Pablo's like, yeah, I am mad because you're the most boring person I've ever heard in my entire life. Everything you're saying is boring. Every idea you have is boring. Like you think you're interesting. And this is not, this is the most boring conversation I've ever heard. And I'm in Chicago right now to have fun and I'm bored on my fucking mind. And I was like, Woo! Oh. <laughs> dunked absolutely dunked because you know the last thing that man wanted to be called was boring, boring. and it was boring it honestly was a conversation that went in circles and circles and circles and it was for what you want me to say that i'm dumb that's like what he wanted me he wanted me to say that i'm dumb and what i believe in is is horseshit and i was never going to give him that because i don't but like who cares like a shrug yeah. of who cares and so he's like oh well i didn't know like this and this and then my sweet friend tony was like they're like you know because he's getting heat more and more like red and like the volume's going up on this dude my friend like gives him like a pat on the back just a brief pat like hey it's all good he's he slams the table like spills alcohol everywhere he's like everyone patronizes me everyone treats me like a baby everyone patronizes me and then my friend who's been my Virgo friend who's been nice the whole time is like oh fuck no you know what I thought you were an asshole this whole time I was just trying to be polite like you are a douchebag we gotta go and I was like we got we just gotta go gotta and go. so I've met like I had a, a friend ask me like oh don't people do that all the like the, the time with you it was like attack you for like you know astrology I was like Mm, like maybe online like this is this sucks on like a youtube video but like nothing like i i've never been face to face with someone so angry at the existence of astrology so it's that's a wild story that's my, that's my tale that's my tale to tell uh 
astrology i think i did score a point for the astrology community dinged a negative point for the philosophy bro community well the philosophy bro community was already dinged several points they're struggling they're They're struggling to get a good instagram page going but i I, (laughs) but i saw i saw a friend friend of the pod and just friend kira Tabor. i think recently tweet like you know astro people come in so calm when people want to like talk shit and like try to you know as you said dunk on people and it's it's just so funny to me how like astrology people are like okay like yeah you really don't we're not like the catholic church or mormonism over here we're not like i'm not trying to like oh i have to recruit this many people to like astrology or i fail uh i don't well, know because we're not fucking men and men are nerds <laughs> men are fucking nerds i'm wor- working theory that i'm like every man is a nerd about something and nerds are just worried that there's something that people aren't gonna like it and so they're super aggro about it but it's like yeah everything is trying to tell you it's all like run by men this is like patriarchy stuff where they're Uh, all like no you either believe in this thing or you believe in so finite and it's like I remember someone saying to me like, oh, I want to get into astrology, but I'm not into it. And I'm like, then you're not into it. <laughs> They're like, how did you get into it? I'm like, I've always liked it. I There was never a part of me that was mm. like, I don't know about this. Do I want to devote my life to it? It's like, <laughs> no, I liked it. And I kept learning about it. If you don't right. like it, if you aren't drawn to this, this isn't the tool for you. Please mm-hmm. welcome, come listen to what we have to say. I'd love to explain to you my feelings of why I think it's a valid and useful tool and why I think it really has opened up a lot of things for me and how it's uh, helped me in my life. But I'm not going to tell someone that has no interest in it that they have to believe they need in it. To. And it's also what? even that thing too of like believing in it. Nobody asks you that about any other thing. Like, I mean, I guess I'm maybe I'm maybe more used to it because my dad was a a pastor and my mom is a psychiatrist. And those are other things that people say, oh, do you believe in that? Right. And it's like, yeah, they believe in it. They literally do it for their job. What a fucking idiot would they be if they were like, no, actually, I don't. I've just gone through years of schooling and all of this stuff for this thing that I don't find value in. Mm -hmm. But it is even that thing is such a condescending question of like, what do you mean believe in it? There's do you believe in soccer? Yeah, like it exists. It's not like a question. (laughs) Do you find use in it is a different question, but like it's around, you know about it. So obviously it's real. Well, I have the flip sign new moon night out story where the flip side where one of Scott's friends was like, oh, it's the new moon guy friend where I'm like, "Okay, what's going on here? (laughs) Like you don't I know your Twitter like you don't (laughs) believe in that. Use this. Believe in it. Whatever you want to say. Off brand comment. Go on. Bringing it up. And um, I was like, yeah, it's a new moon in cancer. And then. He's like, so what does it mean? I was like, it means the sun and the moon are in the same spot. And that's all that he needed to know. And I didn't have mm. to be like, and you're you're going to call your mom today. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, just, and then he's like, oh, that's cool. He's like, you know, my wife's a cancer and blah, blah, blah. So we were talking a little bit. I'm like, actually, this new moon's pretty cool because all of the uh, previous for the last couple of years have been eclipses. So this is the first one that's like a real fresh new moon in a while. Mm-hmm. And he was like, really? He's like, it happens like that. It's like, it's cool because like, if you have a scientific fact, you can get someone interested. Mm -hmm. If, if not, you know, not obviously 
philosophy, bro. But oh, like, I came in with, hey, we use NASA. He's like, so you're saying the moon? I'm like, no, like the literal. It's not like a no. I know that. Moon. No, I know. I, I just I, think I threw like, out, yeah, I threw it's, science, but didn't it's take, just like tank. I have more, I guess, like scientific facts about the moon than I ever thought I would. Yeah, like even learning this practice, like I would, I thought I was going to learn things that were all attributions we put on things, not necessarily what the cycles of planets are or how they, you know, how things operate or work. So that mm-hmm. was like a nice refresher for me where it's like, oh yeah, you know, some astronomy stuff too. Yeah. I think people also just don't realize how, um, like, I don't want to say how close-minded they're being, but it's also this thing of like, and I get, I just, not, not exactly the same, <laughs> but it is this thing. I remember this is maybe a bit of a reach, but it's, I guess this is confirming this thing where it's like, I think you can't be like, well, I respect your opinion, but I think this is dumb. You can say like, you don't find value in it or you don't, it's not attractive to you. That's fine. But to also then say it as if you then respect that person or find value in their opinions at the same time. It's like, no, you can't. I remember after Trump got elected, this woman on Facebook posted like, um, do you guys think I'm dumb or something like that? And I wanted to be like, yeah, we do. That's what that decision denotes of you. Like, that's not, I can't respect, I don't respect any decision you make now because you made this decision. It says something about you as a person. But if you're trying to say like, oh, I don't think you're an idiot, but you just like this dumb thing. It's like, you know, you're still saying I'm a fucking idiot, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't, like I'm not, uh, like I, I also had someone say to me like, um, have you tried therapy? And I was like, bitch, my mom's a psychiatrist. I've been in therapy since junior high. These are not the same things. Do you think I haven't heard of therapy? Is that what you think? Like, that's why I'm in astrology. Like, we, some fucking we love cult, both over here, baby. Cult kidnapper or whatever. It's like, you can't, you know, I know that's not the same thing, but it is that thing where it's like, you are being, I think there's a difference of saying like, I, I'm just always shocked that people don't realize that that's what they're doing when they insult. I think it's the same thing if you say like, oh, I think that television show that you love is bullshit. That's not a conversation. That's like fucking rude. No, why would you- It's why, like a Tim Robinson you, character. Yeah, it's like, why, yeah, why don't you ask, oh, that's interesting. What is it that you like about that? I've heard that this thing is whatever, but I find you to be a smart person. So obviously there must be something that other people aren't talking about or whatever. Like there's just a way I think to still respect people's humanity and and like intelligence and be like, oh, we can like different things. But I think that was, I, me liking astrology to this person who also think like, I don't care about, like, I'm like, okay, this is fine. It's not like a good friend. This is a, a good friend's boyfriend. Weird. But like, that was saying to the equivalent of like, if someone voting for Trump is a real personality tell for you that like colors a yeah. lot of the other information about that person. Cause it, that's a big one, you know, outright racist, outright evil, yeah. you know, it's choosing a Hitler well, sort. Like she... But that was how he looked at yeah. me. And I was like, I couldn't believe someone looked at me like you, you yeah. evil, like you witch. the problem. Like, yeah. A, yeah. like I was a straight yeah. up witch. I mean, I, yeah. I knew that those, and I'm in liberal ass motherfucker in Chicago. I was just like, wow, like you really are looking at me with this hatred. And again, misogyny, uh, but in the sense of your belief 
I even hate saying it like in belief, your beliefs are something that I now see you as a lesser person. I mean, he called me a fool. Like I said, are you calling me a fool? And he said, yes. So I was like, well, okay, well, we're getting into Nate. You're just, you just called yeah. me like a name. So there's nowhere to really go from here besides me letting you talk and sound like an asshole and then having my fiance straight up, you know, destroy you. But you. A, such a good, like I, that like Leo draws that Scorpio boring. <laughs> Called yeah. a Scorpio oh boring. Oh just, yeah. Ah, just can so you, funny. I caught it. Just such a move. A Leo calling a Scorpio boring. Textbook. Kill killer. That'd be, a, that'd be a fun one to uh to muse over one day. What is the meanest thing? And it doesn't have to be like literally like you're fugly, but like what's the like boring to a Scorpio? Like, what's the meanest thing you could say well, to someone that's like a low-key, high-key dig? I think that this kind of goes into our topic today because I've been thinking about this a lot in terms of um, rising signs and how, like, you know, uh, you read about it and it's like, it's the mask. Obviously, we don't prescribe, we don't subscribe to that that uh, notion here on this podcast, but I think it is on the one hand how we want to be perceived, but also how we want, like, like the world to function what we want people to like what we wish people to be does that make sense mm -hmm, like yeah. um like a projection sort like, of thing. or how we how we wish interactions to go and I was thinking about this I can't remember what we were talking about but I it's it was one of our conversations how we were saying like what's most kind of important to you and I think Stevie you said kindness and I, I don't remember that like that was like oh that sounds very cancer to me um and then to me thinking of like, I made a list of like what I think all the rising signs kind of want into how they want interactions to go. Mm -hmm. And I do think that that is kind of maybe a, like that leads itself to chart rulers, but I also think it leads to like perhaps uh, an insight into what the best digs would be which would be like, you know, for sure. I think we're going at the rising. Well, I yeah. was just at a wedding where everyone is like literally being the most their rising sign. You know what I mean? Yes. Where you're yes. like, it's so interesting. And like the first impression -y, where you're just you? being like nice to, you know, who you don't know. I was talking to yeah. people at the hotel that weren't going to the same wedding because you don't know that mm -hmm. you're just like, you're in a dress. I'm in a dress, like whatever, you know? So yes. I think there is like, th that is definitely a way to get at people. Yes. Mm -hmm. When it is like that, um, I think it's anything where you would go, you don't know me. Mm -hmm. Like that's the, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's such a rising sign dig where it's like, you don't even fucking know me. How would you, how dare you call me boring? You don't know me like that. Like that kind of. Uh, mm -hmm. And know. I will say also our group, zero water signs and it made it really easy not not that this <laughs> episode's all about shitting on water signs in any way you know i love you all but it nobody wanted to get deep we were really just trying to have a good time so mm, it was a little a little simple yeah my family reunion easy. my family reunion was like because i ended up doing charts for like my little cousins and second cousins i was like wow many virgos present okay this actually has been fairly chill because time and place right <laughs> like everyone's yeah, like yeah. you know let's just Let's just hold this. We're here to do earthy. No, shit. it was like 
who wants to go to Atlantic City? And I was like, not me. And they're like, you sure? I'm like, nope. All right, cool. Like, <laughs> no, no, like, no, like, oh, oh come, come on. on. <laughs> all be together. But I had this elaborate plan in my head where you were with me. And it's like, okay, <laughs> exactly. well, that's not that, real. We need the water at other times. Just We love you, water. Weekends. Yes, mm-hmm. we love you. But I was going to say my favorite kind of deep wedding interaction is always just like, just say something nice on the dance floor. You have to, if you can't like get it across in like a quiet moment in a song and then get back to pushing, it's not the night for it. It's not the time. <laughs> it's like, it's, it has to be something that ends in a hug and will allow you to keep dancing afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of rising signs and wants and needs and perceptions and projections, we're talking about chart rulers today. Yeah. yeah. So Ooh, I feel like sauce. for, for, especially for like anyone who's new, either new to the podcast, or new astrology, welcome in. But uh, I feel like chart rulers was something I heard early in astro learning days. And we're like, yeah, yeah. Chart ruler. Totally know what that is. And just kind of like one about my business. And then obviously we'll unveil a little more, but it's not that complicated or it's not as it's, it's no big thing it sounds like oh what how do you figure that out it's like well just follow this simple step know what your rising sign is yeah. and then know the rest of your chart bada boom yes it's so the simple answer of what a chart ruler is is if you it's the sign the planet that rules the sign on your first house cusp aka your ascendant or rising sign so for example i have a libra rising my chart ruler planet is venus uh stevie is a cancer rising the chart ruler planet for her is the moon lisa is a taurus rising. you won't disclose hers <laughs> <laughs> also if you don't Venus, these Venus. are the ruling planets of that yes. sign yes. that yes. is sign. rising to really yes. you know breaking it down yes That's- exactly so this is also i think a chance for us to do kind of i had to take a a test last week uh oh yeah motorcycle motorcycle exam but i was brought back to like uh test taking school mind and i feel like chart ruler is one of those things where it's like you know the answer but it's just being asked in kind of a different order than we normally talk about it but you know you know what signs what what planets rule the signs you know what sign is on your rising there ergo you know your chart ruler it's just being yeah. asked in in a different order so it's not like the one on your uh your index card that you've been studying but you know the information so mm-hmm. i think it's uh i think you're right Stevie, that it is one where you go like oh that's not yeah i guess but it is actually something that you do probably know yeah i think i like the algebraic breakdown of what you just said it's like it's very inherently there but then when we go a level deeper, say if you get readings or really start examining your natal chart, it is said that, you know, whoever your chart ruler is, is going to be a big deal, probably in your natal chart. For example, my cancer rising ass, my chart ruler is the moon. My moon is an Aries in the 10th house. So my chart ruler is my Aries moon in the 10th house. So I'm sure as fuck, as soon as I sit down in astrology reading, guess what first thing we're going to probably be talking about is, is my chart ruler and this Aries moon in the 10th house and then the aspects that are being made to it and the 10th house in general. So I think it's just, that's going to be a big 
you know, that's the star of the show in a lot of ways. I mean, again, where sun sign, all these are important, but chart ruler, like just really paints this big picture of themes, perceptions, things that you might just even, I think, subconsciously end up doing that maybe you don't even know that you're really drawn to or that you end up going to things that you might just have a knack for those themes of whatever your planet slash house slash sign might end up being. I think also, you know, not everybody is going to have things in the first house and the first house is how we are. It's, it's us. Um, And I think that, but also even if you don't have anything in the first house, you still have a personality. You have like, you come, you, you bring yourself to interactions and things like that. So I think when we're looking at chart ruler, this is also an indicator of like, oh, why am I like this? How is this coloring? How people are experiencing me, how I experience Mm. myself, how I am interacting with the world. Even if you don't have something in the first house, what, what is the kind of thing that is, or something that's conjunct your rising sign or something what is the thing that's kind of driving this um like presentation so to speak again not saying presentation in a meaning that it's fake or not or whatever but it's like what is the first thing that someone kind of knows about me sure you have a pisces rising so we're going to tell you you look dreamy you do all of these things but where is jupiter in your chart how is that going to come out where is that in what way is that is that because you have it in the third house and you can you literally talk about your dreams or you put people at ease create a really fantasy like scenario when people are interacting with you or is it in your fifth house where you are a performer you write songs you make things like it's all of these things of like how are we how are you putting yourself out into the world that we're experiencing it and what is the kind of like thing that's kind of ruling that Mm -hmm. so I think it's 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 important to say it's not necessarily like the most the most important planet or anything like that. But I think it's like, this to me is the same thing as like, people always want stelliums or they want something because they want to be told like that this, this means something. And I think this is a thing. This is a way of saying like, okay, well, where, where's your chart ruler? Where is it in your chart? How is it being aspected it? What's its condition? And what does that mean about how you present yourself? Mm Hmm. I also at the wedding was thinking a lot, obviously about rising signs. And one of the things, of course, that came up for me, food related. Can you believe it? (laughs) Um, The wedding cake, like it's always not always, but it's usually white, but it's like rarely ever just white cake inside. And I, it, it reminds me of the chart ruler in some ways, because even, you know, sometimes when you slice it open, each layer has like a different flavor or whatever, but usually there's also like some kind of filling or flavoring that isn't just regular cake, um, which some might say makes it not as good as other cakes. Um, but yeah, I was, think- I was thinking about this on my fourth dessert at this wedding, which was cake. And it- it's just one of those things where I think it's kind of the same idea of like, oh, it looks like this, but it tastes like this. But then there's also like this in there too, where you're like, yeah, it looks, it looks like white cake, but it's actually chocolate cake. And there's also like an amaretto cream here. So it's really, you know, you're really not, yeah, sure. You look like white cake, but you're really kind of fucking moody in there. You've got like (laughs) coffee and chocolate. And in the case of the one I went to cannoli, 
very it, interesting. It's just yes. more con- it's like more context. Like yeah. especially for if you have friends who share your rising sign or people that you know who share for both of you being Venus right, you know, Venus chart ruler, Venus rising people. But then you know, a Sag Venus chart ruler is different than a Taurus Venus chart ruler. It gives a little more context. For me, if a cancer rising who's ruled by their Aries moon is different than a cancer rising who's ruled by their Virgo moon, you know, like that's gonna, it's just cooking with all the ingredients that we've been learning in astrology of the modalities of the elements of like where signs are happy, where they're feeling cranky. It's just- and the- the house where it lies as well and then the, and so then the a then further the level of you know a cake topper and if we have flowers or decoration or you know because mm-hmm. like a cancer rising my you know i think that's like a, a easy well they're all like have their stereotypes right but cancer rising, like oh you're so maternal and loving it's like but i'm an aries moon <laughs> like it's different than a, maybe a taurus moon or this so and it's just your, giving more context your Aries moon too is in the opposite sign of your, of your rising, you know, yeah, so, the, the, um, the like mutual the reception 10th house sign it kind of, yeah. So not the sign, but the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just more bonus content. I have the chart rule. Like I can quickly run through just so you know, you and everyone can know, but if you're an Aries rising, it's going to be Mars is your chart ruler. Um, you know, and obviously look to your own chart, but Taurus, Venus, Gemini, Mercury, cancer, the moon, Leo, the sun, Virgo, Mercury, Libra, Venus. Now, Scorpio depends if you're going traditional or more modern, but either Mars or Pluto or both, you know. I would say look at both. And I think that's also like an interesting and very scorp. All of the all of the signs that have modern and traditional rulers, I think also it fits them to look to both and to have multifaceted like oh, well, maybe I'm a Plutonian Scorpio today, but I'm a Marsy Scorpio tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. that's very Scorpio to me in and of itself. Yeah, the ones that are dual are, it's just like, it's, it's like, yeah, LOL. of course they are. Yeah, and can you imagine if like you gave it to like Capricorn as having two, they'd be, they would like lose their, I'd be like, no, no. give me the one. <laughs> like give me the one that I am. Uh, Sagittarius, Jupiter, Capricorn, Saturn, Aquarius, Saturn, and Uranus, and then Pisces, Jupiter, and Neptune. So that's, um, that's the rule we know this from planetary rulership it's just the planets that rule the sign for the sign that is your rising we don't have to have things in the first house um and depending on where that chart ruler really is it will might again color things about you or and how you present yourself in a specific way so if your first if your chart ruler is in your first house um again this is probably like the most literal one where it's like yeah it's you it's yourself you're probably going to find kind of like self things fairly accessible again this will depend on how that ruler is aspected and if there are other mitigating conditions if it's you know in a t-square with something maybe okay yeah maybe it's not going to be as easy for you to assert yourself if you have mars in the first house as your aries rising chart ruler but in general having things in the first house i think puts ourself kind of in the in the driver's seat there um, well it's also like an invite to that's how i always think of like astrology like if you haven't looked at your like where your chart ruler is and it's something maybe you ignore it's such an invite to really dig in so like yeah first house things are like you have your venus or mars or whatever there and you're like what the fuck it's like well bitch like maybe it's time maybe it is time to to explore those first house things because it's obviously according to astrologers kind of important a little bit 
Well, and it is, I think it's like, how are you going to get to know me? Again, going back to that, Mm. like, you don't know me where it's like, okay, yeah, if you can't, if this isn't something that you could get from just meeting me, where Mm -hmm. do you get, like, where, where do you get to know this part of me? If, if my rising sign is not the invitation, if my first sign, if it isn't just easily known or whatever, is it through, again, is it through my creative work? Is it through working with me? Is it through Mm -hmm. seeing the, the, uh, professional work that I put out? Is it through traveling? Is, Is it whatever? Like, where do we get to know you, um, in that thing? Yeah, uh, I have some significations for just ruler in the houses. Too. Yeah, we'll be, hit it. We'll yeah. be quick ones. Um, but first house again, fairly, fairly self-explanatory. Um, second house chart ruler uh, would be that your, you know, obviously we might get to know you through the things that you possess, but also second house is the house of values. So this is also like a place where I think we really get to know you, like what you put it, what you put your money into. That's both like your possessions, but that also can be, I think how we spend and, and causes and things like that. Um, my interpreting the houses book by Helen Paul and Bridget Mary O'Toole um, also mentions, these are ones where I'm like, Oh, this gets very, when you're looking at chart rulers, I do feel like it gets a little bit, um, what's the right word like prescriptive in that way Mm -hmm. where it does because they're explaining it in order again we're taking aspects into account and life experience and all of these things these can be instincts that we don't necessarily have to follow we do have free will and choices but um the second house chart ruler might be someone who spends easily on personal desires according to Helen Paul and Bridget Mary O'Toole which I think fits though that doesn't sound bad or anything I just think it's like second house versus eighth house or 11th well, house or that something. gives some that gives some insight of like if you've been a tightwad and not don't treat yourself it might feel really mm-hmm. good to treat yourself or if you're like no i lean heavy into my second house chart ruler why is everyone so cheap it's like well because not everyone's a second house fucking chart yeah. ruler person so it 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 is like what we like using astrology for it's like yeah not everyone feels the same about how they spend their money obviously the second house i think because like when I was reading about my chart ruler being Venus, which I, I tend to get a little bit bored as someone who has a Mars and Aquarius of reading about Taurus because I have so many placements there. Um, so I was like reading about Venus and then I was like, okay, I get it. Like values or whatever. Mm-hmm. I understand that I've been trying to figure that out for myself. So I think like if we, if we get in that repetitive space where we're like, okay, well, mine's in second house. I'm like, okay, my values. Yeah. Of course I think about it all the time. It's my fucking chart ruler. Yeah. It's like boring to me. Then let's find a way to like, make it like, take it a to C with what the second house means or what Taurus means to you. All right, let's try nature. Let's try beauty. Mm -hmm. Let's try like, why don't you try like a skincare routine and see if that can be like your chart ruler this week? Or, you know what I mean? Where it's like, if I, I, cause I think sometimes I find myself reading the same like words over and over Mm -hmm. because we're doing the signs and then the houses and then, you know, it's, you're like, okay, I get Mm -hmm. it. Like value. You can't hold value. Mm -hmm. Well, and also Venus can be that that just good feet that love too like I think because maybe value has been coming up so much for Venus and Taurus and all that because the like it gets played out to also talk about like yeah and also just like enjoying life which kind of is like 
the flip of values because hopefully your value is to live to what you enjoy and not that you have to force other people to do it, but it's, it's your credo. I don't know. Yeah. I feel you on the value, like value in, in Taurus and, and second house has been, I don't know. It's almost like a, it is like become like the new safe word where we don't want to be like, and, and, ple- and pleasure and, yeah. lo- and love. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like, and love. I and think things. we just don't want to say beauty all the time because right. it feels, yeah. it feels like vain. Uh, vain or, or superficial. I also don't like sensual because again, you can't hold it. Like, and and as a, someone with a Taurus, a bunch of Taurus, it's like, of course, I want to fucking hold the thing. But like, mm-hmm. what is it? Well, I don't know. It's kind of what's around you and what makes you happy. I don't know. There's yeah. also there's a um, take a shot Brene Brown list of <laughs> like what you're. She says I think you can only have like two or three. Maybe I, maybe it's two like core values or whatever like uh, a thing, and she has a list of like what they are. But I think again, it's like it's different for everybody. So I think values right. becomes like a placeholder. Oh, again, also like, like you know, second house word I do like, um, and I think it applies to touristy stuff too. Is skills too like what you want to mm-hmm. what you want to know like, but in that holding it way like what because a skill is typically something that's applicable, right? Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, I know this skill and I do nothing with it. I like this too of personal desires because I think that that also is a thing where it is like, that can be, that could go either way where it's like, that could go, you know, I want this article of clothing and I also want, you know, savings in my whatever, like that mm-hmm. kind of, like it's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh third house chart ruler um this is someone who you know you're gonna probably get to know them through short trips uh perhaps but also through communicating this is a direct directness and personal communication and i liked this to enjoy short trips for personal as opposed to social needs which i think Hmm. definitely uh I'm just, I was thinking of myself in this too, where I'm like, oh yeah, if you've like ridden in the car with me, we've probably had a, a conversation that doesn't happen in other social circumstances or like thinking of so many friendships that I had of just like, oh yeah, like driving to a dance team competition or a short, like those kinds of things where it's like, that's where I do feel like I kind of come at like you'll see I don't want to say the real me again because that's a construct too but like <laughs> little quiet time now that just came up out of nowhere kind of sure well, nice I've been thinking about it a lot but it just came up as astrologically short trips are they short in distance or are they short in amount of time I think it's cha- obviously I thought it was always over distance, time but now I'm thinking what about like a short trip to London? I mm. think that it would be anywhere. I think that would still probably. That would have to be still ninth, right? I think I, it would still I've heard over ninth, water, but it would right? Be, Same. Yeah. But it would be dependent. I would say it could maybe be a thing. If you're someone who takes regularly, I would say it's the frequency, actually, if that would change that would change mm. a short trip to London to it from a ninth house to a third house thing. If that's like something you have to do for work, all the time. Say it's probably like your, you know, your Saturn's in the ninth, but your Mars is in the third or something like that. Like there's some mm. kind of 
something that's happened where it's like I travel foreign regularly so much that it becomes a short trip for me. But in general, I would say it's some it has to stay like same see country. going back because also what used to be short trip now for us is like or what was once a short trip is now like a day you could do that in a day mm -hmm. but I think it's like uh how how often are you ha having to come back to like home base to re well I was kind of uh, thinking it inversely too what if I stayed in San Diego for two months is like mm -hmm. that a long trip or you know what I mean yeah. anyway food for <laughs> your psych I love uh, it. What, what what's his name bro your, uh, so your philosophy bro, bro. Oh, I, I, uh yeah it is time and distance i mean uh, but to me short trip is somewhere that's close that is close i think it, i think of distance uh, close i to thought home. it was distance too i just wondered if it could be the other thing mm -hmm. i think i think distance in general again there's ways that we could make an argument i think for when things don't when things shift from a third house trip to a something else well that's why we have trip, cars but... there too like a short car ride like even a quick trip to london is still a long ass fucking flight you know like depending on where you are of course but no i like i like this cute like what counts as short and i also might just be your feeling for some for a sagittarius venus maybe a quick flight to london is it short trip I mean, you know <laughs> again i could i could make an argument I've had, i feel like i've gone to not to not to brag but i feel like i've had short trips to europe where it's been like oh this was a quick that was a quick one so i'm taking a short trip soon and that's why i was wondering distance, i mean long and distance short in time mm, yes fourth house let us know how it feels or when, when you get that back. maybe maybe that's well i was gonna say that's also i think that speaks to like the <laughs> feeling of it where it's like oh no this was supposed to be a ninth house journey and we had to do it in a third a third Ooh, house timeline and yeah. this does not feel good mm -hmm. mm. okay fourth house um obviously family is important to us but this was what i thought was the most interesting thing and what made me want to read this list according to helen paul and bridget mario tool fourth house chart ruler people decide for themselves when situations should be terminated hmm which i, like I love well i love it's very icy like a, yeah and yeah, a like very, and a, yeah and also like uh this is you know thinking of home again i think we're always thinking about stereotypes and those kinds of things of like you never leave because i did read another chart ruler thing that's like you stay home a lot and it's like i don't think that's true okay but, that, but that's like fourth house closed-mindedness right there exactly a to a. I, a to a yeah but that's mm -hmm. why i really like this decides for selfs when situations should be terminated because that does sound so much like this is when i go home this is when mm -hmm. this is done this is like i shut the door on this this is where we go to sleep this is where we end things and uh like I don't know, shut, shutter where we control the situation. And I really like that idea of thinking of home and cancer energy that way too, uh, of just like this being, being in charge of when things end and begin fifth house. Uh, this is another one where chart ruler in the fifth, we're going to maybe get to know you through creative endeavors, through romantic endeavors, also through children, perhaps that might not be having literal children, but that could also be work with children uh childlike you know uh endeavors mm -hmm. uh also enjoys sharing which was my like takeaway from this one that i loved too and i love thinking about that in terms of like the sun 
and how it is like the sun shines on everybody no matter what it just gets up and it does not decide where it's pointing it's it's all over some people are getting more some people are getting less but it's it's going out um so i like that of like what we're able to fifth house chart ruler kind of getting insight into us through what we're able to share with others whether that be creatively giving to children whatever whatever that is but sharing um sixth house energies expended in working this is one too i feel like if you read about it it might be a little spooky because it's you know we get health health things there but i think that just that like idea of um work in terms of it being routines and consistency as opposed to like this is someone you actually have to work with but it's like when you get to see when you get to see someone on a consistent time you get to know them in a different way that you might not get to know them if it's just a first time meeting uh i would think that the, the chart ruler too would need some consistent checking in on too mm -hmm. like if you have your Mars and Aries Mars there, then maybe that is regularly getting that blood flowing in whatever way you, I don't know. That's very like basic translation, but I think that the sixth house really is like, no, 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 not periodically, like yeah. frequently. Well, and it is in speaking of on health terms, I do think it is important to say an important reminder always that we do not know what kind of health issues people are dealing with. Um, and that, that we don't know what their day-to-day -day is like and their presentation might seem that they do not have struggles or that they are going really well or vice versa. But it is like, oh yeah, that's that's something to be aware of and is gonna color how you um, perceive that person. You might have a lot more respect for someone now that you know that you have they have to go through this on a day-to-day -day basis and they still present in this manner. You know what I mean? Like, so not saying if you have your chart ruler in the sixth house that you're gonna have chronic health problems, but to be aware of like what it takes to exist every day and how that, how that colors things. Uh, seventh house, this could be, you know, obviously this is someone who is going to maybe perhaps might thrive in one-to-one -one relations, but also might have difficulty in one-to-one -one relationships, um, because it is a place for us to kind of, uh, exert ourselves and wants, uh, like it's important to us. So I think that that means that it can be somewhere where we thrive, but also where we might, uh, put an over emphasis, depending on what that ruling planet is, uh, this is also someone who might try to, uh, according to this book, inflict their ideas on others, which I thought mm. was an interesting uh, flip side on thinking about relationships and things like that of like wanting, wanting to, I don't know if necessarily inflict is the right word, but I think seventh house and not to one to one, not to A to 12 letter alphabet it but i do think thinking of libra energy of that being like that which needs a counterbalance is someone that would need to kind of exist with say whether it be changing someone's mind or just having someone hear your idea or whatever this idea of like needing a needing a sounding board if that makes sense yeah i think seventh house always you know people get really like oh what i'm doomed to just be relationshipy or whatever and it's like it's also just relationships period you know maybe there's something to share like us you know saturn like maybe you're really good as with a saturn chart ruler you know setting up systems for people not that it's like self-sacrificing but there 
there needs to be captains sometimes, you know, so that can be very captain. Even just having to say something out loud to another person, I think is a different thing than like keeping it in your head and going with your idea. You might Mm -hmm. be someone that needs to have someone say, Hey, is this, I know I do this a lot. That's not where my chart ruler is, but it is like that thing of like, Hey, do you think this is funny? Do you think this, does this look good? I've been looking at this for a long time. My judgment is now no longer clear. I need a second pair of eyes or whatever. And I think that fits with that seventh house thing of kind of needing a second opinion to feel like we can put ourselves out there the best way. Yeah. Uh, eighth house. This is, uh, anything, anything to do with shared resources. That's a term that I did not see in this book, but I saw somewhere else. I don't remember where I read it, but I really like that for an eighth house signifier of just calling it shared resources. Um, but this could be someone who has personal connections with money and goods of others. Uh, and, someone who is looking out for themselves in matters of insurance, inheritance, etc. So that could be someone who has that, but also could be someone who works with that, who's good with that, who is aware of um, setting up things for, for future people who are, you know, interested in creating, you know, generational wealth, all of these kinds of whatever, whatever kind of legacy thing that we're, we're passing on. Yeah. Uh, ninth house. This is a continuing urge to get away. Uh, someone who's <laughs> want to get away, want to get away, interested in foreign affairs and foreign persons of the opposite sex, which oh. I love. Uh, or same or same. I'm just sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm this just, is, or- no, you're right. This is an old book. I'm glad you said it because this is an old ass book. And so they wouldn't have said they wouldn't you have mean said same foreign affairs or foreign affairs yeah baby <laughs> hoes in different area codes all right Absolutely. give it a expand those in different country codes radiuses <laughs> pay for the deluxe pro yes uh 10th house uh this is a strong need to be your own boss which i think for you is like absolutely fits but it's like oh god yeah is that is that chart ruler in the 10th house or is that an aries moon in the 10th house it's all you know well that's that's that they uh they work well together that's yeah so aren't you so glad it's not to be the boss of others though it's so much better that way Mm -hmm. and i think that that aries really colors that of myself stuff a little bit more i was gonna say if that was a libra moon that's what i'm saying harder yeah harder Mm -hmm. ass well also some a libra moon might be really like the boss of others and not a Jeff Bezos way or whatever you know Mm -hmm. what I mean or Mm -hmm. like the boss of others and not a like uh and not a corporate way I should say they might just want to like grow a team or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. I like only want to be the boss of myself and I think that's the very Aries moon 10th like I have no aspirations to have employees or like you know like or be and maybe that's a lesson to learn maybe I would be a good boss to employees but you would of course you would I would but I'm like you know this is a so this is a solo voyage of just I'm just doing me but also I think of at least just coming from my from my 10th housey too maybe it's because the moon as well I think also like just being a little like vulnerable in a public sort of way is very um I've always kind of done that like I've always been like a my spacey like bloggy sort of person and I think you know with social media there is this like everyone overshares and everyone to this and it's like just do what makes you feel good not everyone's meant to overshare some people are meant to undershare whatever the fuck but 
whatever feels authentically you. Um, so that's why I think of that moon and that because the 10th house can be work, but it's also like how you're seen in a very public mm-hmm. sort of sense as well. Mm-hmm. I I like this in terms of thinking again of like how we're thinking about chart rulers too, where it's like, how do we use, because this I think could sound overly capitalistic if you want to hear it that way, but I don't because I think it's like, oh, our chart ruler is also maybe where we, where we put energy, where we send our energy. Again, if we don't have something in the first house, how are we, how does our first house still act out in the world? And for this one, it does say 10th house energy used to further your own personal career interests, which again, could sound capitalistic-y, but I think it's also like, no, it's just doing what works for you. This is what feels good to me. This is what's that. It's maybe in a more public way or in like there's ways that it could go that way but I think it's also just like yeah I take care I want to be my own boss because I want all of my energy going to my like my things I don't want to have to be having energy going to your things not because you don't care about people but it's because like this is the best use of my energy because no one's going to care about my stuff more than me well and also like yeah that's that's funny to go back now to your rising to chart really like course I care about people my cancer rising I'm 11th house Taurus sun like love I absolutely care about and everyone has food and everyone's having a good time but ultimately when it comes down to like living my highest biggest life like it was so funny being back in the midwest because the first whenever you know I'm seeing cousins or random people I haven't seen in a long time they're like LA how do you do it I mean how do you do it like how it like how does that work how much do you pay how does this function I'm just like how do you make any dream come true like I don't know like there's no if you want something you do it and I'm that might be like a very simplest sound boomery bootstrappy sort of thing but if it clicks and it works and it makes you feel good and you follow the the good it probably will work sometimes I don't know again maybe I'm speaking from my chart ruler place right now where I'm like how do you do anything you've wanted to to do that Mm -hmm. does that make sense don't (laughs) do it you'll just keep wanting to do it yeah. Right. Well, and I went thinking I would also possibly like, oh, I went and figured if it didn't work, I'll go do something else. But if it keeps yeah. working, I'll keep going with it. There was nothing yeah, more complicated than. Well, it's like, how it. do you make, how do you make payments on your house that you live at, at the place? You just like keep <laughs> going to do it. But <laughs> also, like, do you want the like long versions? Like, well, I worked 60, I worked overtime yeah. and I saved for a year. And I, the last time I signed my lease, I said, that's the last lease I'll sign. And I did this and I, I did Cardinal Aries moon sort of stuff and just went and, and like, I knew no one was going to do it for me. So mm-hmm. I had to do it from, I had to do it for myself, honey. Mm-hmm. All of these things. Uh, 11th house. Um, you are very driven by hopes and wishes. I think again, an 11th house signification that is not talked about a lot. We talk about the, the social groups and all those things, but also, um, that is something that uh, is probably going to be important to you and where you put energy into uh, your uh, social affairs and friendships and attaining those relationships. Uh, And this is someone who probably has a lot of friends. Yeah. Uh, And 12th house. This is personal energies might be used behind the scenes. And I like this as a 12th house signification too of considerable considerable preparation before presentation and I love that for 12th because it's not it's not uh like scary or whatever it's not like you're gonna you set you put all of your energies into undoing yourself it's like no you just you need to practice before you present it out there you know yeah and I also want to say because 
one of the notes that I always get about my boyfriend um, with his astrology, when people say, find out he's an Aries, they always say like, oh, he doesn't seem like an Aries or he doesn't act like an Aries or whatever. And my boyfriend has his son intercepted, but I think his chart ruler is in Pisces. And I think a lot of people guess that a lot. They'll be like, oh, is he like a Pisces? And it's like, no, he, but that is his chart ruler. So if there is a part of your chart that maybe it doesn't feel accessible to other people or to you, this is a place where like you can look, I try not to talk about his chart a lot on here because he doesn't like it. it but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think if there is, if you have something like that, the chart ruler is a good place to look and get insight. Well, I think also it's this thing too of like, not everybody is focused on like, I don't want to say presenting themselves, but it's like, there is more to us just because our sun sign is a thing that doesn't mean, again, it's like, I like this idea of chart ruler being kind of where you put a lot of your energy or where your energy comes out, where you, where you seem energized. And it's like, if you're an airy sun, not to say this for everybody, but it's also like, that might not feel like a place where you have to put that much energy you're an Aries like the self isn't maybe the thing that's like the priority where it's like I gotta put all of my attention here maybe it is in these other parts of your chart that are like less I don't know less obvious or if you know Scott he's like an Aries but it's also just one of those things that I think he people think of Aries as like he seems like more of an old soul than that Mm -hmm where people see yeah. it as very like youthful and like whatever and he is but it's just that those are stuff he's a little bit quieter and it takes a second to like get to know him and you know hey when yes. i saw that mots that he hunted down the mozzarella sticks from the closed restaurant story i was like that oh is yeah that no is but he's he's just like <laughs> constantly always trying to be like oh but you love new jersey let me like find a little like new jersey thing for you let me like do this thing that you've never seen because apparently like a well is going to make you cry so let's go like eat a mozzarella stick in a parking lot so you know he and and he does that for me because he knows that I love that but also Mm -hmm. you know it's he's just a good one Mm -hmm. and I love I mean Aries and Pisces energy too you know the old man and the young baby working hand in hand tandem, you know, that, that zest for life, but also that, that old wisdom we, we know and love. Also, I mean, you know, take a shot anytime, like people, I feel like Aries, Leo and Cancer are my top three. I don't feel like the sign, like, no, those I are my know, top Leo, three. Leo and Aquarius are my two. They're, mm. always, they're always like, I don't get the meme. Like, <laughs> no one does. <laughs> None of us yes. understand this meme. Well, because it is, I mean, but it is that just like different ways of like, again, it's like there isn't one way to be any one sign. It can come out in a bunch of different ways. And I think chart ruler is one way that we can explore that to see where we might be putting our blank insert energy here. And maybe it is your son. But again, like, I don't think everybody's identity is just their like capital I identity all of the time. And I think that that's hard right now in a world where we kind of are doing that online. And and a lot of people are being asked to kind of like declare themselves in that way. Mm -hmm. But you can you can identify in a bunch of different ways and find your find your 
again, I hate saying real self or whatever, but like feel most yourself, just like our vacations too, where it's like, maybe you do feel most yourself, not when you're telling someone who you are, but when you're working with your community, when you're at your job, when you're having a good conversation, when you're looking through your closet, when you're what, putting on an outfit, like that might be when you feel it. And it might not be something that you can say, this is who I am, but I think people, people know it you know it and however it is that it is for you is the exact right way that it's supposed to be baby yay cool yeah. and hey if you just yeah. never thought about your chart ruler and a chart ruler sensibility it's fun to view it through that lens so give it a shot yeah now you know all yeah, about it exactly exactly yeah. we love you your charts rule you <laughs> rule charts we'll see rule. You next week bye bye, bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your sign?